At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. A good Friday morning to all of you coming from the Circus Studio here in beautiful downtown Las Vegas. Big show on tap today. Amal Shaw still on assignment in Florida. Christopher Sullivan is going to join the program again. We're going to break down La Liga in Spain, Serie A in Italy, and League One in France, and maybe a little more EPL talk as well. And Nick Whalen. Uh, from Rotowire will be join us in 45 minutes to discuss his NFL futures best bets uh, for this season. But we start with Mr. Matt Metcalf, director of Circus Sports right here. And Matt, thank you for taking the time to join the show. Let's start with this. There's about 7 billion people that walk this earth uh, right now, but only one who originates the college football line, and that happens to be you. Take us through that process, especially right now, preseason. How much work are you doing in evaluating all these 100, 151 Division I teams to get to the point where you can make these opening week lines? First off, I, I appreciate that introduction. I won't take all the credit for originating this line. We have a very talented team of odds makers who help out on this line every week. Um, in terms of your question, in terms of how much prep we actually do to, to put this line out, um, you know, it starts earlier and earlier every year. I think that back when we first used to do lines when I was at other places and when I'd start my actual work as a gambler, you know, I wouldn't even open a book till probably late June, early July. And, you know, you really don't have hardly any time off now. I mean, we're, di we're diving into numbers, you know, sometime in May, I would say, before any of the publications come out. Mm. And that's a result of the demand of the betting public. They want college football. They want to have spreads to wager on. They want teams to bet over or under. So, yeah, it just starts earlier and earlier every year and forces us to be more on top of things. And really, the season at some point just doesn't even feel like it ends almost. I, I walked into the risk room at Golden Gate a couple of years ago, and you guys uh, had your spreadsheets out and kind of asked you a few questions about how you were doing with you and Lindemann at the time. Mm -hmm. And you had this tale for teams, right, of your ratings on teams that like went back two years that you still considered in making the line for that team in the upcoming week. Tell me what goes into that thought process of, of that tale. Yeah, I mean, the tale is ridiculously long because, you know, it goes back to when I started this probably like in 2006, but I rarely go back past one season. You know, I'll, I'll check into the year before and it's kind of like a moving average as I, as I go further back. I'm looking for the explanation. I'm trying to kind of jog my memory. Why did this team, you know, drop 10 points in my rating around midseason? So I'm kind of looking for the story and a lot of times I, my memory isn't so stellar that I can pull every single injury out of, you know, off the top of my head. 
So I'll have to do a little digging and say, okay, you know, Indiana dropped last year this many points. And I go back and look, and I'm like, oh, all right, they lost two linemen here. And I'm trying to kind of find the story and figure out how to reset that number. Um, you have to be hard, or excuse me, you have to really like, it's hard not to give teams credit when you start reading about teams because everybody is so positive when they're writing these previews. So your natural inclination is to try to say, oh, okay, this is going to be a good year for this team. They're moving, you want to move numbers up. But in reality, you know, people are writing positively because that's what they kind of just know how to do. So you have to be realistic. And it's it's easier to root your adjusted number in your past numbers than to try to listen to somebody and just kind of wing a number out of nowhere. So I usually try to find, you know, where the team was when they were healthy, because I'm always going to assume that a team coming into the year is going to be pretty much healthy. Um, and then I try to start them at last year's kind of healthy number. And then I'll adjust for any transfers or, you know, anything else that I deem relevant. How much more difficult does this transfer portal make it for you? It's, I wouldn't call it difficult. It's just a little more legwork on the front end and you have to do a little more guessing. But I, I honestly like uncertainty and I like guessing and that probably comes from my, my time as a better. I, I, I always felt like I was good at pricing things where you kind of had to look at all the factors and there was no kind of clear cut answer. You didn't have history to rely on. So when a new quarterback's coming into a program, you know, when Caleb Williams is coming in from Oklahoma and going to USC, um, it's fun to me to kind of say, okay, this is what everyone's going to think this means. This is what I think this means from my experience doing this for the course, over the course of 20 years. And I, I like to think that I get it right more than other people do. But in the end, the betters tell me whether I got it right or not. How about for a coach movie? Let's take the example. Mario Cristobal goes from a successful run at Oregon, goes back to his alma mater at Miami. How, how do you adjust your Miami power rating based off of Mario Cristobal? To me, it's more about who's leaving rather than who's coming in. Um, because I, I do think there are coaches like Manny Diaz who have just done kind of an awful job running a program. And you look at their team last year, and they had all this talent, and they could have played to a much higher number, but it just seems like the coaching staff was getting the way, getting away of the team. So with a team like that, right off the bat, I'm, I'm looking to be optimistic and saying, okay, just Manny Diaz getting out of there probably is worth a few points. And then you have somebody like Cristobal who's changing the culture, and you know he's a proven recruiter. So, you know, that takes time. Right off the bat, I'm not going to really wait a ton into that, but... I would say with programs like USC and programs like Miami, the coach leaving in those situations definitely is an immediate upgrade for me. And Florida. I mean, that's a huge... Yeah. I'm, 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 Matt's, a, Matt's a big Florida fan and, a, and like them all, one of the Mullen defenders. Matt Metcalf's my guest here to open the show, director of, uh, at Circa Sports. Matt, what do you see... What, what sport do you see is gaining the most share over the next 18 to 24 months? What sport is going to get more interest in terms of volume. I know the top four, but is golf going to grow more? Is soccer going to grow more? Is WNBA going to grow more? Is it UFC, the, the MMA type events? What, what's really an emerging market in this landscape? I, I want to say UFC because, you know, it's it's got so much traction already. I don't even know if I would call it emerging at this point. It's mm -hmm. just the amount of action we see. And I mentioned this, I think, in an interview I did a couple weeks ago. The way I deem if a market is kind of liquid and, and vibrant is the two-way action. And in UFC, you have this diversity of opinions, people betting both sides. It's just, you know, we've raised our limits recently to the point where we're taking, you know, I think 30,000 on the main card fights and 50,000 on the main event on the day of. And that's more just amount of uh, due to the action that we see. Um, I will say another sport that feels like it keeps popping up on my radar in terms of interest on Twitter that we haven't really translated to the betting counter yet seems to be F1. It seems mm. like F1 is picking up this really young fan base who's enthused about the product. Um, so that might be an area where, you know, the wagering eventually reflects that. But yeah, those are my two kind of observations so far. You've brought in through the history here a lot of veteran bookmakers and guys that have run operations in different places. Obviously, Jeff Davis last year, Nick Bogdanovich and Richie Bocelleri now working with the team. What's your philosophy behind that? Uh, it's pretty simple to hire the, the best people and the best bookmakers that I know of. Um, so if someone doesn't work here, doesn't mean they're not one of the best. It's just that I haven't met them yet, maybe, because <laughs> honestly, I, I'm not. When it comes to building this team, um, we can never have too many good people. And the more good bookmakers we have back here, the better it's going to be for the customers and the more that's going to be reflected in the overall product. So um, I like to think that our team doesn't have a big ego. They all kind of want the best guys on board because it it's more fun to come to work when you can, you know, bounce opinions off guys who are who proven, proven, uh, you know, winners in the space. Consensus opinion in college football this year, it's Alabama and Ohio State. And then there's a there's sort of a line of demarcation with the next four or five teams. 
Who do you see? Now, I know you were very strong on Georgia last year and how much more talented they actually were than Alabama. Um, Georgia has a fault. They lose so many defensive players. Who do you think it comes down to? Who's in the playoffs and who wins the national championship this year? Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever started the team um, as high above the competition as I have this year's Alabama team. Mm. Um, it just seems like they're head and shoulders above Ohio State. I have them a touchdown better right now, which, which probably is a little aggressive. But, you know, I'm kind of just waiting for them to prove me wrong. Um, Georgia, I think, takes a step back, like you said. But, you know, the way they built that program, I still think they'll be to the level of Ohio State, probably, in my, in my thoughts. You know, I don't really consider anybody else at this point until I kind of see it on the field, um, having a shot to win the national title. I mean, I'm, I'm open to a team like Texas A&M or a team like Clemson coming, coming back to form. But, you know, I, I'd have to see it before I kind of said they were in the discussion. Do you rate Bryce Young ahead of C.J. Stroud? Is, it, is that part of your... Your numbers say now, but is it more about the line and, and the receivers and the defense? And- I, I think it's about the total package. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it's interesting when you get into the Heisman talk because, you know, you think about Bryce Young and you think about Alabama and, and you, you look at their schedule. And honestly, I think they're a double digit favorite in every game. I, I don't know how much playing time Bryce Young is going to get in some of these games in the second half when they pulled ahead by 30 or 40. And so I think C.J. Stroud has a much better chance at having kind of a big year mm-hmm. just because the way Ohio State is on offense and, you know, the playing time he'll actually get. So it's it's an interesting Heisman debate that we've been having kind of internally at, at Circus Sports as, you know, we've kind of downgraded Bryce Young for that reason and really upgraded C.J. Stroud. How difficult is a situation like Deshaun Watson for you? And we don't like to pull numbers down. We like to take bets on numbers. But how difficult it is adjusting? You get a decision, six games, but now it's being appealed. And how much, you know, you like uncertainty, but how risky is that for a bookmaker in that, Maybe it's six games, or maybe it's the whole year, or maybe it's a year, but it doesn't come till the end of this year because of appeal and appeal and appeal. I mean, it's only as risky as your as your limits go. So, I mean, you know, if we have the limit on the board is a thousand dollars, I feel like most we're going to take a couple bets. And to me, you know, being that we have a bankroll behind us, the way that that Derek Stevens has been nice enough to <laughs> to to post up, I feel that it's worth it for us to keep things on the board you know, to discover that and, and to give the public a chance to voice their opinion on what they think is going to happen. That said, you know, if it was my money and I was booking personally and my bankroll was only, you know, 50K, I, I might consider twice about having something on the board at a thousand limit. It might, the money might mean more. But I think with what we're doing at Circa, the, the marketing approach and, and the approach with customers outweighs any potential short-term loss that we would have on a, a prop like that. So last question, we got about 45 seconds. When you and your team make this opener for college football, yeah. How much is the opener factored in the professional money versus the public money? Are you making a number for the public? You making a number for the pros or does it fall somewhere in between and which side is it closer to? It's, it's always for the pros. The question is more, am mm-hmm. I making a handicapping number or am I making a number I want to hang on the board to kind of induce two-way? And I found that it's a better approach to kind of make a handicapping number and, and really, you know, you're dealing to the pros. So I want to be as sharp as possible with that opener. That said, we are weighing in you know, did the public bet this? Where is this game falling on the schedule? Is it a, you know, is it a late game standalone? We're taking into consideration where we're going to see money. And we're obviously not going to open a game seven. We think it's going to close 10 because of the public, you know, steaming it. So yeah. all those things are in it. Fascinating stuff. Matt, thank you for taking the time this morning. Good luck with the college football season. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate right, it. Thank you. All right. When we come back, I'll go through the key games in the Major League Baseball schedule today, including a couple great pitching matchups. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering both smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor, at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Products at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Remember, nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here flying solo again today. Amal Shaw on assignment in Florida, scouting all those three major college football teams. He'll be back on Tuesday. Josh Towers will join me at the desk for the entire hour on Monday. Coming up in 15 minutes, Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. men's national team player and Soccer analyst, formerly for Fox and now working for BN. He'll be covering World Cup this fall in Qatar. He's going to join me and we're going to preview La Liga in Spain, Serie A in Italy, and League One in France if we have time to get to it. And maybe a few other prop bets in the EPL um, that he likes. And then in 30 minutes, Nick Whalen from Rotowire, our friend Jeff Erickson's partner on their serious fantasy show, will be on to discuss his favorite NFL future bets. Let's take a look at Major League Baseball today and the landscape. Some interesting games. I want to start out one early game here, going off in about five minutes in Chicago. Edward Cabrera going for the Marlins today against Justin Steele. Check out Steele's numbers at home against the road. Much much better at home for the Cubbies, who blew that first game uh, with 3-0 lead in St. Louis yesterday and got swept in the doubleheader. Taking on the Marlins today, the Cubs opened around $1.35 on the overnight, up to $1.45 with a total of seven and a half. Uh, Braves and Mets, huge series in the NL East. Mets take the opening game last night, beating Kyle Wright. Uh, Edwin Diaz comes out for a multi-inning save. I mean, we talked about the NL Cy Young at length with them all here on the show and then discussed with Mitch and Paul yesterday on Follow the Money. That's at uh, <clears throat> 7 o'clock East, 7 to 10 Eastern on this network, 4 to 6, um, 4 to 7 Pacific about is the National League Cy Young all locked up? Sandy Alcantara right now around minus 250 in most of the markets. And I said, yeah, I thought it was a big week for Alcantara and that he throws a complete game shutout against the Reds. And Corbin Burns, who's second in the market and the defending Cy Young winner in the National League, blows a three-run lead in Pittsburgh, six walks, uh, gives up four earned and takes the loss the other night as the Brewers get swept uh, in Pittsburgh and find themselves in a flat-footed tie with the Cardinals. Watch out for Edwin Diaz. Check out his price in the market right now. He might be able to come in and steal this thing. Every other out for him is a strikeout. A strikeout and a half per inning. He's given up one earned run since May 31st on a team that's probably going to win their division. I mean, essentially, with Seth Lugo and Diaz, the Mets can turn these into six-inning games. And with Scherzer and DeGrom and Tyon Walker, boy, that's a tough out in the playoffs. Uh, Edwin Diaz, take a look at his price. Tonight, 
at City Field. Tyon Walker goes against the ever-inconsistent Ian Anderson. Either he's good or he's awful. I actually like the Mets in this game tonight. This opened $1.35, also up to $1.45. I'd lay that price with Tyon Walker. I'd probably split my bet in half. And look at the run line here. Because if Anderson's bad, like I said, he's going to give up four plus. Uh, plus 145 on the home Mets tonight. Um, on the run line. Brewers come home after getting swept in Pittsburgh. Key series for them against the Reds. Robert Duggar gets the start for the Reds tonight against Eric Lauer. Big price on the Brewers here from 210 on the overnight up to 230. I think if you're going to play him, you got to look at the run line here. But what about the Reds at plus 195? This team was ultra competitive in Miami. We know that they were in seller's mode here, but as we said, like the Orioles, sometimes these teams, it's rally the wagons here when they get in seller's mode, and let's prove what we can do. Outside of the 2-22 and 22 start, this team's been the third best team in the National League Central. The big matchup tonight in the National League, Padres at Dodgers, the 29 Yankees. Yes, that new Padres lineup goes to Dodger Stadium. Padres is a 3:30 favorite. Lose yesterday. Joe Musgrove gets roughed up by the Rockies, and they're unable to complete the five-game sweep. Padres went four and one in the last four days and lost a half game in the standings to the Dodgers as they swept the Giants in San Francisco. That makes them a cool eight and zero against the Giants since the All-Star break. Sean Manaya gets the start, the lefty for the Padres at Chavez Ravine. Tony Gonsolin, you still have to put his name in that NL Cy Young race at 12 and one and an ERA below 2.5. Gets the start for the Dodgers. $1.55 on the Dodgers tonight. Uh, pretty good two-way action here at Circa with a total of eight and a half. Astros at Guardians. Boy, we talk about the AL Cy Young race. All Justin Verlander does is go out there and not allow any runs again last night. And now you get Framber Valdez taking on Hunter Gaddis, the young man getting his first major league action for the Guardians tonight. Framber Valdez $1.90 favorite on the road here with the Astros with a total of eight and a half. You have to like Houston in this spot. Take a look at the run line on the Astros. I think you can find it around $1.25. Uh, but as always, look at the different markets here. White Sox lose the opener. Uh, we discussed this with Danny Burke yesterday. White Sox lose the opener in Texas last night, 3-2. to two. And now Dylan Cease, who in 12 starts hasn't allowed more than one earned run. Uh, goes for the Sox tonight against Glenn Otto for the Rangers. Dylan Cease, $1.80 favorite on the road. Sox, even money on the run line with a total of eight. I take a look here at a first five with the way Cease has been. I take a look at a first five under four uh, at plus 105 you can find. Or if you like four and a half, lay 20 cents juice. Um I know them all would say take the four and a half and lay the juice, but five beats you either way. Uh, first five under is my play in this game tonight. Red Sox and Joey Cora gets ejected last night, and they lose to the Royals in Kansas City. Uh, Josh Winkowski on the hill against Zach Greinke. Well, when when did you think that the uh, the game would be close to a pick between the Red Sox and the Royals, even if it is in Kansas City? Pick on the overnight. Roy Red Sox gotten some action here at DraftKings. They are a very short road favorite. Minus $1.15 with a high total here tonight. Up from nine on the overnight to nine and a half. Uh, pretty good pitching matchup. It was for the first five innings last night between Alec Manoa uh, and Sonny Gray. If you had Gray in the first five, that cash last night at the Target Center. Um, but the Blue Jays rally in the late innings off the Minnesota relievers uh, and get that game. Tonight, Jose Barrios pitches much better at home than he does on the road. A small road favorite against Tyler Molly, fresh off the trade from the Reds, making his first start for the Twins tonight. Take a look at Molly here, plus 105 at home against Berrios, who outside of one start in Oakland has been pretty awful uh, on the road. Angels, think about this, and I'm sure this is the first time this has ever happened. The Angels hit homers in seven different innings yesterday against the A's in Anaheim and lost. Homers in seven different innings. It was the worst result possible. Shohei homers twice, and the, and the A's win. I mean, we have the A's under tickets, many of us do here, including myself uh, and Derek Stevens and a lot of their hosts here at VEASAN. They get the win, and Shohei, for those of us uh, uh, not backing him in, in the uh, MVP race, he homers twice and still lost. Angels now go to the Mariners 
decent pitching matchup on paper. Patrick Sandoval against Robbie Ray. Maybe Robbie Ray just needs to avoid the Astros. Got pounded twice in less than a week. Once in Seattle and once in Houston against the Astros. Before that, his form had been terrific. $1.85 on the overnight. The Mariners taking the steam here up to $2 against the Angels. Total here of seven. Two good left-handers on the mound there. Pirates at Orioles. I bring this game up because here's an amazing statistic. The Pittsburgh Pirates are 1-14 in games played on Friday. 1-14, including 13 straight losses. So they not off to good starts in these opening weekend series games. Mitch Keller goes against Dean Kramer. I thought this price was short. I'm on the Orioles tonight. $1.45 up to $1.50, $1.55. Even take a look at the Orioles on the run line, plus 135. This Orioles team, they just swept the Rangers in Texas. They're not out of this yet. Only a couple games out of the wild card right now. They're going to finish ahead of the Boston Red Sox in the American League East. I like the Orioles against Keller and the Pirates who just swept uh, Milwaukee. And finally, the Yankees and Nestor Cortez in another uh, interleague matchup are at St. Louis tonight and the newly tied for first place Cardinals. Cortez against Hudson. The Yankees $1.40 road favorite. The total at Bush is eight and a half. Folks, our college football guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. Here's the key part. You can't buy this a la carte anymore. You can't go on the website and get it for $20. The only way to get this guide or the pro guide is to be a subscriber, and we've got the best deal ever. Full access subscription for $1.75 all the way through Super Bowl. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Up next, we'll ask Christopher Sullivan if Real Madrid can repeat in La Liga. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast released every Friday. VSIN host extraordinaire Dave Ross previews all of the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action of the weekend. Dave, along with expert fight handicappers like Quarter, Lunit, Unit, Lou, and Akaro, look at the biggest favorites and underdogs on every card and provide their analysis on the best bets of the weekend. Get the insider look at where the money is moving and how to evaluate each of the fighters before you place your bets. Download the First Strike podcast now at vsin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. While you are there, catch up on every VEASAN show and CityCast as well. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here, Amal Shaw, still on assignment in Florida. And it's our pleasure to bring in, again, Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. men's national team player and 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 uh, soccer analyst for Fox. He's going to be covering World Cup yet again. He'll be in Qatar in November and December. Welcome in, Christopher. How are you doing this morning? Great to be with you, Mike. Hey, preparing for all these leagues. Liga, Serie A, thinking about... Who's going to be the top team in London? I haven't been able to sleep at all. Now I just can't wait to watch football for the next week. Ready to go. Yeah, a lot of a lot of homework for you, but you love it. Yes. Okay, let's. Uh, I want to. I want to start out in Spain in La Liga and this. Let's let's just reminisce a little bit about Carlo Ancelotti's magical run. I think it's the greatest run of all time to the Champions League title, and especially if you consider that they trailed in the three uh, uh, matchups going into the final. They beat PSG down two goals with 90 minutes to go. They rally from a three-goal deficit to beat Chelsea. Rally from a two-goal deficit in, in the 88th minute of the second leg to beat Man City. And then a one nothing shutout of Liverpool in the finals. We may never see anything like that again. I agree. You know, I, I think it was really amazing. Couldn't happen to a better person, a better human being. And a formidable player in his own right had won Champions League under Arrigo Saki, had played under Fabio Capello, had won at Juventus, won at Milan. He's won at Paris Saint-Germain. He's won everything. And then he's been the king, uh, the prince, actually, of, of Champions League football. So couldn't have happened to a better player. If you go back into the history of, of Real Madrid, though, all the great owners have always said, now it's Florentino Perez. They'll say, I could hire my chauffeur and he can win. Um, because they give them the riches of the greatest players on earth. But this time, it's becoming more difficult. He's really the person that connects on the human level with the players. He's a player's coach and a manager. Uh, and now I think that they're playing from strength to strength. They've made some great additions. They have younger players that are starting to hit their stride. 
probably look for them to compete in La Liga. But I think Barcelona under Xavi are a little bit hungrier. And I'm going to give them the tip to win uh, in the top four this, this season. Now, I was surprised that Barcelona is such a short shot. I mean, we see Real Madrid around plus 110. Barcelona right behind them, almost co-favorites at plus 135. Give me a team that might surprise someone to come in the top four. I mean, Atletico Madrid is a favorite to be in the top four at $3. But then Sevilla uh, at plus 125. Villarreal, the yellow submarine, is plus 275. <laughs> and, and Real Saucy, I call them Real Saucy. They're at four to one to make the top four. Well, my brother was married in San Sebastian, so he was married to a vast woman. I know about Real Sociedad very well. And then you can't forget Atletico Bilbao. So they can always go on unique runs within a season. I think Villarreal is going to take the fourth place. Uh, Atletico Madrid will fight for second or third with Real Madrid, but Real Madrid should get at least second if they don't win it. Villarreal, because they don't have to deal with Champions League and they've reinforced. So I think they'll do extremely well and they'll get that fourth place. Sevilla, I just love the way that they play football. Um, but I, I see Villarreal coming in that fourth place. All right, let's go to Italy, uh, a league you're very familiar with. I honestly do not bet Serie A much because it's a higher-scoring league. And, you know, I'm an under player, so I tend to yeah. avoid Serie A and I avoid Bundesliga just because too many goals for my liking. To me, though, we see a lot of it because it's on CBS Sports here, so a lot of Serie A games get broadcast uh, widely here in the U.S. I thought at the end of the year that Inter Milan was heads and shoulders above the rest of the league. They're co-favorites with Juventus at plus 175 to win the league. AC Milan plus 275 and Jorge Mourinho's side, AS Roma at 8-1. to one. Yeah, well, first of all, CBS Sports is doing a phenomenal job. I think some of the best broadcasts that we've seen since the early days of Rebecca Lowe and, and uh, Robbie Musto, the two Mavis, uh, Robbies at NBC. Um, to a point you talked about yesterday, though, when you're an under player, and as soon as we went off air, I thought, back in the day, Mike, I used to actually, it was just something that I played around with and was pretty successful. In Serie A, I would bet the under, particularly in the first half. Mm. So if you look at your statistics that were very compelling that you gave me yesterday, I'm curious to see how those unders would play in the first 45 minutes because no one's better than keeping a clean sheet or making it difficult, uh, keeping it closed and compact in the first half in the Italian. Every coach in Serie A, is, is a genius at, at knowing how to do that. Uh, as far as Inter Milan, I think Juve um, are still going to be very strong. Massimiliano Allegri is a great coach. He's won so many times with Juve. They've strengthened. I think Vlahovic will be much stronger at this point. The question is, they lost Dybala. They have Pogba, who's injured right now. McKinney's injured. Inter Milan, Simone Inzaghi, uh, he's done an extremely good job, but he recovers Lukaku. Can Lukaku be the leading scorer again in Serie A? So that actually puts Inter in the running there as well. Then you look at AC Milan. The problem there is they were acquired by an American investment group, and they lost a lot of targets. One went to Newcastle. Renato Sanchez went to Paris Saint-Germain. So they're not maybe going to kick on at the very beginning out of the gates. It might be after the World Cup break where they reinforce and add some uh, you know, signings that can probably strengthen them for the home run. And AS Roma looked very good in the top four, maybe even third place with Jose Mourinho because they have Dybala. And Dybala, for me, is one of the best players, all-around players in City A. All right, let's move to France, where PSG is always the giant. But remember, right. a team I bet, and I'm very proud of this, I had Lille at 30-1 to 1 two years ago. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Lille guy. Uh, obviously, disappointing last year finishing uh, mid-table. PSG, you know, 10 to 1 to win the league. You got to lay $10 uh, to make a dollar. But let's look at it from a top. Minus 1,000. Yeah, yeah, minus 1,000. Let's look at it from a top, uh, this, this is top three perspective. Mm -hmm. Marseille at even money to make the top three. Leon at plus 110. Monaco plus 125. Steiner and S plus 225 and Nice plus 275. Who do you like to follow up PSG there in uh, League One? I'm, first of all, Lille is close to my heart because I was covered scoring a goal against Bernard Lama in Lille Stadium mm -hmm. uh, many years ago by a great Hungarian agent. So that set off my career in Europe. Marseille was one of my favorite teams in the Bernard Tapi era, but I'm sad to say they had uh, Mauro Camaronesi, world champion from Italy, Argentine 
nationality was the assistant coach to Igor Tudor. He wasn't even there a month and he left. There's a crisis. There's problems at Marseille. So I think those numbers are skewed. Lyon looks strong. They made some good additions. They have Lacazette, Toliso, and Tagliafico. So I think Lyon could come in second. Monaco will compete for sure. And Nice under Lucien Favre looks to, um, to compete. So I would go in that order. Paris Saint-Germain for sure. Then you're looking at Lyon, Monaco, Nice. Uh, we talked yesterday with EPL, with the English Premier League, about the different ways you can bet it um, from the props. And I, I mentioned Tottenham for the top London club. So our, our producer, Britton, has, has gone out and found these markets, which you said you were researching. So yeah. let, let's go right. through these, because I think these are fascinating uh, as, as a way to bet Tottenham. Tottenham is the favorite to be the top London club at plus 120. Chelsea, who finished above them last year, third to fourth in the standings, is plus 175. Arsenal, who opens the season today at the Crystal Palace, is three to one, and then you go down West Ham and and, and all that sixteen to one. Crystal Palace hundred to one. Brentford two fifty to one, and Fulham, uh, who might get relegated, five hundred to one. Um, do you think it's worth the bet on Tottenham at plus one twenty, or are you more with Arsenal at three to one here? I think the Arsenal is a great uh, discount, you know, to see if they would come above them. But I don't believe that they're going to actually. Uh, Trump, Tottenham. I think that Tottenham and Chelsea would be the closer of the two to see, you know, Chelsea could edge out Tottenham. So for plus 120, that's not a great payoff. You know, you might want to look as a discount to Chelsea over time with Tuchel. He's won Champions League. Uh, He knows how to navigate the league. He knows how to inspire players. You know, we might see some movement as well in the middle. But Tottenham under Antonio Conte, as we talked about yesterday, I almost Pick Tottenham to win the whole league. And that's just insane because Manchester City and Liverpool, I ended up going with Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, and Chelsea. So those third and fourth. This year I would go with Tottenham because I think there's no one like Antonio Conte to squeeze the lemon. And and he does that better than anyone. You, you know, it's funny. Our friend Nigel Seeley actually bet Tottenham at 34-1 to 1 to win Champions League this year. So he's with really? you there. Yeah, he's with you there. Oh, he great. said it's better than betting him at 14-1 to 1, uh, to win the Premier uh, to win the Premier League. Uh, the other one, interesting, because Man City, Liverpool's the Northwest. I, I don't really want to address that, but top Midlands club, Aston Villa and Leicester. We're real close as you come out of here. You like Aston Villa or Leicester to finish first there? Leicester is struggling. I go with Aston Villa and Stevie Gerrard. Christopher, appreciate the time. Looking forward to talking to you much, much more as we approach World Cup. Thank you. Always when we come pleasure. back, Nick Whalen from Rotowire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same-game parlays at BetRivers. Go to the BetRivers Sportsbook app or BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlays today. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here and you know, we love the guys from Rotowire. We love when they were out here in Vegas uh, for their little conference a few weeks ago. Uh, and it's our pleasure to have Nick Whalen join the show again. Nick, you were on uh, discussing NBA with uh, um, Amal and I a few months back, and now we're going to take a look at the NFL season. Thanks for taking the time this morning. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, NBA is, is definitely my forte, but looking forward to, to breaking down all these NFL futures as well. Yeah. Well, Jeff Erickson was busy, so we thank you. Now, uh, Nick, Nick, I want to talk about the Packers, right? You, you mentioned you're from Green Bay and you're, you're a Jacksonville fan. Dr. Eric Iger, who appears on some shows on this network, uh, works for Pro Football Focus. Um, his favorite win total bet of the year is under on the Packers. And you are taking mm. a little bit of a different look. You've got the Packers at 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, but you also like over 11. So say you. I do. Yes. Tell us why. Well, I, I think they're going to be a, a much more balanced team this year. And, you know, they, they've, they've come off, what, three straight 13-win seasons, a couple of those, you know, during 16-game seasons. So uh, maybe even more impressive when you look at that. And, you know, I, I think the division is going to be as bad as it's been other than the Minnesota Vikings throughout this entire run with Aaron Rodgers. They've kind of had a free pass to the division. Uh, they've won it eight times since going to the Super Bowl uh, during that 2010-2011 season. And I think it's going to be more of the same. You know, I, I think Detroit is going to be down. I think Chicago is going to be really down. They usually find a way to split with the Vikings. So there's five wins right there. Um, you know, and, and again, I, I think this is a team that losing Devontae Adams, it's going to be really difficult to replace that. But I, I think instead of, you know, Alan Lazard all of a sudden trying to become the next Devontae Adams or, you know, uh, Christian Watson, you know, taking a huge step forward, I, I think we're going to see Green Bay adjust what it does offensively. I, I don't think it's going to be one of those years where you look up at the end of the year and, and Aaron Rodgers has 47 touchdowns and six picks, I, I think it could be, you know, high 20s for Rodgers. I think he could regress uh, more toward what we saw in Matt LaFleur's first season, which was a successful year, but it was not an MVP caliber year for Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, you look at the schedule to get the AFC or yeah, the AFC East, excuse me, and the NFC East, you feel pretty good about games against the Giants and the Jets. You get the Commanders as part of that schedule. So the schedule to me is a little bit easier than it's been in years past. And I know there are some concerns about what this team is going to look like post Devontae Adams, but I think they have two really good running backs. I think they're going to be more balanced. I think the defense uh, is finally to the caliber that it needs to be. Also in your Super Bowl portfolio that you have preseason, the Broncos at 16 to 1 and Russell Wilson at 14 to 1 for MVP. Right, right. And, you know, as far as my my Super Bowl futures go, I, I lean toward the NFC just because I feel like there aren't quite as many teams that you're picking between. And that's part of the reason that I like Green Bay at 10 to 1. I like the Rams at 11 to 1 as well. But I'm all in on this Broncos team. You know, I, I tend to try to be fairly conservative. You know, I, I talk on the radio for a few hours a day. I'm not trying to be a hot take artist by any means. But, you know, one of the hills I'm willing to die on this year is that the Denver Broncos are going to be really good with Russell Wilson. And, you know, I'm, I'm a Wisconsin graduate, so maybe I'm beholden, you know, to, to stick up for Russell Wilson, but I, I don't think he's done. I, 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 I know the last two years in Seattle were a little bit iffy. I know statistically it looks like there might be a decline, but I think much like we saw from Aaron Rodgers three or four years ago, when the same questions were be asked, being asked of him, 
He was in his mid-30s. People were wondering if he was starting to fall off skill-wise. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, you shake up the coaching situation for Russell Wilson. It's a completely new scene in Denver, a new set of teammates. I, I think you have a better defense than what Seattle has currently. Uh, you have some playmakers. Obviously, the Tim Patrick injury, um, you know, not ideal, but you still have two really good receivers in Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I think this is going to be a revitalized season for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. And look, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, they're going to just fly through the AFC West, which might be the toughest division we've ever seen. But at 16 to one, I'm willing to buy in. Nick, the last 14 quarterbacks that lost their Super Bowl debut never made it back. You have the Bengals at 22 to one and Joe Burrow to be the passing yards leader at 12 to one. Joe Burrow to be the MVP also at 12 to one. How confident are you that this Bengals team can repeat in the AFC? Well, it, it's a lot to ask, certainly, but I, I do feel like you know everybody kind of cooled off on the Bengals after they lost that Super Bowl, and it was a really close game. I, I thought at the end of the day, you know, the Rams were the better team and and they won the game. But um, you know, it, as hard as it is for for teams to make it back, I mean, we haven't even had a repeat champion. I think since all the way back in the early two thousands with the Patriots. I think at twenty two to one, it's worth the ticket here because you know what what's the argument for the Bengals getting worse than last year? You know, if anything, I think Joe Burrow should continue to get better. You know, he missed half of his rookie season, so he's really going into like his second and a half NBA season. All of his weapons are young and should get better. At the very least, you know, they would stay about the same. Um, you have some questions on the defense with Jesse Bates and, and how that uh, situation ultimately ends up uh, ending, but the offensive line is better. I mean, they've, they've won a playoff game in which Joe Burrow was sacked nine times this past season. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel like if, if the argument against the Bengals is basically just, it's really hard to do it again. And and that's the reason that they're all the way down at 22 to one. But I think there's some significant value there. And, and I think there's some significant value in, in Joe Burrow player props. Like you said, he's 12 to one to lead the league in passing yards. He finished sixth last season, but he missed one game. All the leaders above him played an extra game. He likely would have finished third or fourth uh, if you projected out. I think he has arguably the best group I've received the league, and he led the NFL in completion percentage last season. So if that volume rises a little bit, if he plays all 17 games, I think he's going to be right there. We're talking with Nick Whalen, senior analyst at Rotowire, also co-host with our buddy Jeff Erickson, the Rotowire Fantasy Sports Today show on Sirius uh, XM. You like the Titans, Nick, under nine wins. Does that also mean you're betting the Colts to win the AFC South? I am. Yep, I am. And, and you know, like, like you said, I am a Jaguars fan, but uh, I, I think the Jags are still a couple years away. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon quite yet. It's it's a really perplexing division to figure out because the Titans have, have owned it the last couple of seasons. But to me, it feels like Tennessee almost willingly took a step back this offseason. And it, it, they're a really difficult team to figure out. Um, you know, the Jags should be better. We'll see about Houston. But, you know, the Jags are at least not a, a guaranteed two victories uh, like they have been these last few years. So if you're Tennessee, you know, you have two tough games against the Colts. Maybe you split with Jacksonville. You think you beat Houston twice, but you're out of division or your division opponents are the AFC West and the NFC East. So, you know, NFC East, Dallas, Philadelphia, those aren't easy games. AFC West. I mean, you could go 0 four in those games. So it's, it's a difficult schedule break for the Titans. Um, and, and ultimately it really comes down to Derrick Henry. And, and I, I'm of the belief that Derrick Henry can bounce back. I, I think he has a lot left in the tank still, I'm not ready to write him off after that injury, but big, big time question marks. I mean, if Derrick Henry either doesn't look like himself or doesn't bounce back fully from the injury, you know, losing AJ Brown, what does this passing game look like? I, I just think nine wins is a little too high for Tennessee. I, I think they finish at seven or eight. Nick, you have a ticket on Falcons under five wins. How do you feel about Falcons to have the most losses? I feel pretty good about it. You know, I, I think Carolina and their own division might have something to say about that. Certainly Houston is going to be in that mix. I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, but the Jags, I, I think, are probably going to be sniffing around uh, that future as well. But, you know, with the Falcons, it's just there, there's some offensive weapons that you like. You know, Drake London, I think, has looked pretty good in camp. Kyle Pitts uh, obviously is on track to be one of the better tight ends in the league, maybe as soon as this season. But the quarterback situation could be disastrous. Uh, you know, you have a rookie in Desmond Ritter who maybe at some point you try to get him on the field. That's a developmental situation. It's it's not a, you know, kind of win now organization by any means. This defense has been torn down. The offensive line has questions. Um, I think outside of, of Kyle Pitts and Drake London, there is just not a lot of intriguing talent on this Falcons team. 
you get Carolina twice, so maybe you could split those games, but you're going to have a really hard time beating Tampa Bay. You're going to have a really hard time beating New Orleans. And then you get the NFC West and the AFC North as your two divisional rotations. Um, you know, looking at that at their schedule, they have they have wild card games against the Commanders and the Bears. Those are the other two games where you look at as as maybe wins. But I mean, getting getting over five wins to me, I mean, getting the six wins for this team, I, I think would be a, a momentous achievement. Nick, thanks for taking the time today. We appreciate it. Hope to speak to you again soon. Yeah, for sure, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Nick Whalen from RotoWire. Okay, the EPL season starts uh, in about five minutes. From the Crystal Palace, um, Arsenal takes on Crystal Palace. Let's start off with our theory here about opening week matches being nervy and tight. Let's go under two and a half here, lay a dollar twenty-five. You might be able to lay under a dollar twenty. Crystal Palace, very unsung here. They only gave up two goals in their final six matches at home. They were terrific at home last year, beating some of the top sides like Tottenham, like Arsenal, drew with Man City, an underrated team here, Crystal Palace. If you want to take Crystal Palace plus a half goal, I don't hate it either. Thanks to our guest today. Josh Towers will be with me on Monday. Stay tuned to VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.